Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Hey, everyone. I have a amazing guest here today. She's going to blow your mind and really help you rethink or maybe establish a better relationship, which is what I needed with this whole idea of meal prep. I've avoided it. The few times I've tried it, I've hated it, but this was until I met Nikita. So she has a very different approach of how she handles meal prep. That doesn't mean that you are spending six hours every Sunday in the kitchen. So I am super excited for you guys to hear the conversation. She's got some amazing tips and more importantly, stick around to the end because she has an incredible offer for all of you listening here today. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm the creator of the top program and top planner, teaching all things time management, organization, and productivity for women. I'm also a mom and wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Guess what? You don't have to feel constantly overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. There is another way. When you have the right systems and tools to plan and manage your time, you can live a life of harmony. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time, planning, and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. If you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed, this is the show for you. And if you're new here, I'd love to get you started with my work-life harmony assessment. All you have to do is DM me on Instagram at Megan Sumrall with the word harmony, and my team will send it right over. All right, everyone, welcome back to work-life harmony. You have asked for it. You've been begging for experts to help us with meal planning, meal prep, all of the things that make me groan. And so I am thrilled to introduce you to our guest here today. So Nikita, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, and then we are going to dive into a topic I avoid often because this is not my zone of genius. So I'm super excited to talk about this today. Hi, Megan. First of all, thank you for inviting me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. My name is Nakita, and I help busy moms who are stressed and exhausted with feeding their families, and I help them go to feeling confident and inspired because they always know what's for dinner, and they also, as well, have time, which is freed up so that they can spend it with their families, which is what your people are after, right? Yes, absolutely. I think like no one tells you that if you end up like starting a family, 
that you were going to have to answer the question, what's for dinner for the rest of your life? <laughs> this was not something I was prepared for. So yeah, that this would even be a topic I need to think about one day. It never crossed my mind. Full disclosure, I've always shared with them when I got married, you know, later in my 30s. And so, I mean, I was living in the world of, I ate cereal for dinner a lot, or if I had a big lunch, I didn't eat dinner, right? So this has always been something that has been challenging for me. And I'd love to start the discussion of first understanding what is the difference between meal prep and meal planning? Because I think sometimes that term's used interchangeably. And to me, they're two very different things. So I'd love to get your thoughts on that. They definitely are. In fact, meal prepping you're just prepping ahead. So you could be prepping ahead full-on meals or even just components of meals or single ingredients. And then meal planning, on the other hand, is just planning what meals you'd like to eat on which days. And contrary to popular belief, because a lot of people, and I don't blame them because this is what we see on social media and on Pinterest, they think that in order to be successful at meal prepping, you need to spend Saturday or Sunday at home and you need to prepare these perfect meals in these perfect containers all lined up in the fridge and just, you know, say goodbye to Saturday afternoon while the kids are out with the husband and you're just slaving away in the kitchen. But that's not how we do things around here. Okay. (laughs) The relief. I used to try and do this before because I was the mom who was struggling with meal planning and meal prepping, and I decided it was time to make a change. And meal prepping was one of the first things that I dove into. Instead of planning all of these extensive and totally overwhelming days where you meal prep, you can just simply prep as you go. So for example, let's say you're slicing tomatoes. You can slice an extra tomato, put it into a container in the fridge. And if you're making tomato and cheese sandwiches for the kids, your tomatoes are ready to go. So it's so much quicker to make a sandwich. If you are making an omelet, you can put four eggs into your pan instead of two. You can make a larger omelet, just slice half of it, put it in the fridge, and there you go. You have an omelet for the next day. You can have it for lunch in a wrap. You can have it with your sandwich. But as you can see, this is so much easier to just planning a session, which is so grueling and so hard. And it's not exactly, you know, it doesn't really give you the encouragement to do it every single week, right? But doing small things here and there can really add up. And then there is my magic trick, which is just batch cooking one simple recipe per week. This is what I like to do as meal prep to free up literally hours every week. Okay, so you're already making me feel so much better about it because we definitely are, we lean into the meal planning, which I've shared before. We typically on Sunday, although be honest, we didn't do it this last weekend, but it's because it's a weird week, but we'll typically at least lay out, okay, this is what we're going to have so we can go to the store and have everything. But to me, every time I've seen people talk about meal prep, they're like, oh yeah, I just spend like four hours in the kitchen on Sunday chopping. I'm like, oh my God, that no, I want my weekends to be my weekends. And so I've never really explored another way to think about bringing prep in in smaller chunks instead of it being this one huge thing. So how do we marry the two together to make sure that we are picking, like when we're doing meal planning, that we're creating meals that lend themselves to that kind of prepping as you go? I think the key is to 
planning ahead, well, yes, to choosing one really simple recipe per week, which you were to make and your family love. It may be, for example, chili con carne, which is pretty simple to put mm, together, yeah. right? <laughs> and instead of making one batch, you make three. If you're using something like the slow cooker, especially, yeah, it's even easier, right? So you're just chucking in all your ingredients. All you're really spending is maybe an extra 10 minutes to prep a larger portion. And right. that's it. You eat one for dinner. You freeze the other two portions and that's saving you so much time. You're saving time thinking, running through the stores, cooking another meal altogether, cleaning up again. It's just in the freezer. You need to boil some rice and it's done. So once you've selected this one recipe per week and your meal planning, and then of course, even if you pick like another two recipes per week, it's pretty much enough because, you know, we have leftovers, right. we eat out sometimes, you're batch cooking. And if you are freezing two meals per week, I mean, you can do the math. That's two, four, six, eight. Yeah, also, I was say, my brain started spinning a month. Like, oh, yeah. So that frees up all that much more time as well, which makes meal planning so much easier because a lot of people just get so overwhelmed with the idea of meal planning. You know, they yeah. think that you need to. And I love that idea of one a week because we will, like, we have a couple things. Like, my husband makes this amazing spaghetti sauce, but it's like, it's an all day event. He loves it. But we do that or else like I'll do chili, but then that's kind of it. Whereas if we started thinking about what's one thing a week, I could see after a couple of weeks of doing that, now we already have one or two meals covered in our freezer yeah. from a month ago. Cause I know for a lot of people, there is, you know, some people just are very anti leftovers. Like even my husband, he'll eat just about anything. He's like, I just don't want to eat the same thing the same week, but if yeah. we're freezing mm-hmm. it and bringing it out two weeks later, then I think that could bring a lot of happiness. I get that. I'm the same. I like my variety, but yeah, if you put it in the freezer and if you pack it well, you have to be careful that you expel as much air as you can when you're freezing. I like to use freezer bags because you can really, you know, use one hand to remove the air so that you don't get freezer burn. Because when you get the freezer burn, that's where you start to see, you know, the quality of the food diminishing starts to change color, change taste a little bit. But if you're freezing well, you can keep food in the freezer for three, four months and they will be perfect. So no one will even realize that they've been frozen. Yeah. We actually use, again, for his spaghetti and stuff, we have that one of those food saver things that just, you know, seals and sucks all the air out. And plus it makes it so much smaller, yeah. <laughs> which I love for stacking in the freezer. So for folks who have never really embarked on planning mm-hmm. and or prepping, where do they even go to get started? Do you need to plan breakfast, lunch, dinner every single day for a week? Or, you know, because that might feel a little overwhelming. How do people kind of ease into this? I would suggest that they start with planning dinners first, because that's like, for most people, it's the meal where the family gathers together and the most important meal of the day, because we socialize and we get that time, you know, we get that 20 to 30 minutes where we can sit down and have a conversation after our days. And just plan dinners. And like we were mentioning, you don't need to go overboard and plan, you know, seven dinners, even if you just start with three a week and see how it feels, you know, and start to get used to it because consistency is key. Doesn't mean that if you don't meal plan one week, you're going to give up. No. But when you start doing it week after week after week, it becomes easier and it becomes a habit and it becomes part of your routine. So if you're meal planning and you prepare a shopping list, once you have the, all the ingredients at home, then it's really easy to just put them together. 
Yeah. And, you know, I think what's nice too, is when I think about it, the times you know that we have done a good job with our meal planning, if you've got young kids, it makes it easier to involve them in the kitchen with you as well, because you have a plan and you can kind of, instead of that last minute, trying to pull something together or run into the store, and then it's kind of stressful and we don't want to take the time to have others help us cook as well. Yeah. Now, where is a good resource Because, you know, some foods, some dinners lend themselves to leftovers or, you know, creating extra batches better than others. Do you have any suggestions on good resources or ways to find recipes that work well for that kind of making extra and freezing some for the future? I do have a lot of blog posts on my blog, which fantastic. um, yeah, they give a lot of tips on meal planning and freezer meals and like what foods you should be freezing and what you shouldn't. But I think that a very good indication is to look at what's being well, what's in the supermarket in the freezer aisles. So basically, a lot of things can be frozen. Just I wouldn't right. recommend freezing fish because it cooks so quickly; it doesn't make sense to freeze it. Right. And also, be careful with fried foods because although you see them frozen at the supermarket. What they do is they have these industrial machines and they are like flash freezing. And that's why the batter stays intact. But if you try it at home, you get a soggy mess. Okay. But there's some things like soups and stews and chilies and pies and baked pastas and pasta sauces and stir fries. There's just so much that you can freeze. Anything with a high water content doesn't freeze well as well. Take, for example, lettuce. You know, no one freezes lettuce because (laughs) once it freezes and once it defrosts, you can imagine that it will change the structure completely. So those are just the things to keep in mind. If there's someone who would like to experiment with freezing and they're unsure, just take a small portion of something that you're eating for dinner, like literally a tiny container, put it in the freezer and see how that goes. That's a really easy way to just, you know, get your feet wet and experiment and test without going all out with freezing a batch of food and you're not sure how to freeze it. You're not sure if it's going to turn out well. So it will give you that confidence that you need to help you get started. Oh, and we'll put a link to your blog in the show notes, guys, so you can have some good resources there as well. So since you've been doing this for a while, because, you know, we're always looking at how this impacts our time, how much time do you feel it saves you even when you're doing the prep along the way, right? Because to me, that's why I never felt like meal prepping in the traditional sense was a time saver. Because I'm like, how am I saving time if I'm spending four hours on my weekend doing it versus during the week? So with this more prepping as you go and having starting to build up this freezer full of food, what are we looking at here from a time savings you feel? I'm going to give you my number and I'm going to explain why, because it's going to sound like it's a little bit. No, (laughs) I I love it. Saving like five to seven hours a week because I believe it. Hear me out. Okay. The most obvious is that you always have a plan and you have the groceries already bought. Yes. So everything is home and you get everything done so much quicker. That's the obvious thing. However, there are other things like when you don't meal plan, you're constantly popping in and out of the shops. And that's such a massive time waster. You're missing ingredients. You're not sure what you're going to cook, which again, wastes us precious time because we're just staring at the fridge and at the pantry trying to decide. And, you know, with the traffic and then you're at the stores, if you're taking your kids with you, that's a whole different Add another 10 hours to that, right? (laughs) And you're buying half the store to keep them quiet as well. So it's it's quite costly because you end up buying things that you wouldn't have bought if you would have meal planned as well. 
And when you're meal planning, you're very conscious of the recipes that you're choosing. So you are choosing the quick and easy recipes. But if you're winging it, you're like, okay, I have chicken in the freezer. Let's go on Pinterest. You spend 15 minutes scrolling on Pinterest, find the recipe. And then when you start cooking it, you realize that this took way more time than you had planned. So you end up spending 30 minutes or half an hour more than you planned cooking that day's dinner. Right. You're wasting the time searching for the recipes. You cannot batch cook because if you're not planning, you can't batch cook, which means you're saving those hours because you're batch cooking as well. Most probably you're not meal prepping because you're just trying to make things work. And something really golden as well, something that I used to do when my kids were young, my kids were very clingy. So I never used to manage to cook with my kids around. And when they got over their bedtime, it kept getting later and later and later because it took so long to prepare dinner. And it used to stress me out so much. I used to feel like a failure when this happened. You know, like my husband coming home and the kitchen is a mess. My child needs my attention. And I'm just so frustrated because I just want to get dinner on the table. And one day I discovered that it could work really well if I started cooking for the following day. And I was like, hmm, let's give this a shot. So the first day I made two dinners, that's fine because I had to cook for the day and the next day. But the next day, dinner was done. Yeah. But come dinner time, I started prepping for the following day, but there was no pressure because when, there, when it was dinner time, dinner was done from the previous day. And that saved me at least 45 minutes every day. Because when the kids are in bed and you're just finishing off dinner for the following day, you get it done so quickly. And I think the the stress of, I mean, it's funny when you talk through all that, I'm like, yeah, if anything, you're probably being, you know, cautious on saying how much time it saves. It could even be more because I know for a lot of people, they can, I know there are times where if it's a meal a week, we haven't meal prepped or whatever planned. And it's that, you know, 4.30, 4.45 at our house. And instantly my husband's like, what do you want to do for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. What, what do you want to do? And so we waste 20 minutes just ping-ponging <laughs> back. No, you decide. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm at decision fatigue. And I think most of us are as well. We're having to make choices all day long. Our brain is tired. And so the weeks we have done it, our decision is just which of these three meals we decided we're making do we want to do tonight, right? Pick one of three. That I can make a decision on in about two seconds flat, as opposed to just this huge, vast, I don't know, what do we have? I don't know what's defrosted. I don't know. Do you want to go out? I don't know. And so just this, the mental exhaustion that goes around without having that as a plan as well. You have reframed my views on meal prepping with this. I love this because I think now, since we've gotten pretty good at meal planning, to take it that one step further and really look at my recipes to say, while I'm prepping, making dinner for a specific night, is there things I could be while I've got the vegetables out chopping in that moment, making the next meal easier instead of relinquishing my precious weekend time to be standing in the kitchen, which is (laughs) just not where I want to be. Now, I know you have something awesome that's launching today, right? Yes. Okay. Tell us about it. I'm really excited about this, Megan. We've been running our meal planning membership for a little over a year. Our members just love being able to cook great food that the family loves in less time than usual, knowing what's for dinner every single day without feeling stressed out and without having to answer that question. 
and cooking only three to four times a week, but still they are feeding their family like every single day. And they have food on the table, which everyone is enjoying. And they're just shopping once a week, which is saving them time, energy, and money. And what we do for our members is basically give them the recipes and the shopping lists. Well, that time saving right there. You don't have to decide anything. I love it. And the recipes are family friendly. We have a nutritionist on board as well. So they are nutritionist approved. So you can set your mind at rest that you're feeding your family good food as well. And you get the shopping lists, which is so amazing, right? Because it does take time to just pull together the ingredients. They're easy to customize as well. The nutritionist provides alternatives, say for people who, for example, want to eat a meat-free recipe for the day or they're gluten intolerant, and it's easy to tweak the recipes. They're family friendly, and we suggest even ways to serve them for picky eaters so that everyone's eating. Because okay, <laughs> I know what that means. That good. That's good. <laughs> we have one of those. <laughs> We've come up with a fantastic offer for your listeners as well, because I know that giving them that little incentive will help push them to get started. And that's what they need, really. If they log on to my website, I'm sure you'll put the link down. Yeah, we've got the link in the show notes. Yep. Mamamanual.com. There's a banner on top, the dinner plan. And once they're at the checkout page, they can enter one of two codes to get a no-brainer offer. So the first one is Megan50, and that will give them 50% off their first month. So the first month will just be six euros, which is round about $6, right? Yeah. It's a full month. That's nothing, guys. That's crazy. Full months right. of meal plans and yeah. recipes and shopping lists. Or else, if they want to sign up for the year, Megan Special will give them 50% off the full year, which is already discounted. So it would come down to 100 euros, which is more or less $110. For I the entire year. Okay, that's a steal, guys. I've got the link and those coupon codes for you in the show notes. I know this is something I am excited to be joining myself. And also, guys, we're getting close to our early bird opening for Planapalooza. As you guys know, if you have been around listening here to Work Life Harmony for a while, I hold a once a year live annual planning event. And we are very selective on bringing in just a few guest experts to talk about areas that, again, are relevant to our planning. And so I was super excited to have you here today, Nikita, because guys, Nikita is going to be involved in Planapalooza and will be one of our guest experts helping us really level up our meal planning abilities as well. So I wanted to present her here today so you guys could already get to know her and love her as much as I do, because that is one more reason for you guys to get excited about planning. Palooza in the fall. But I think this membership is going to be a game changer for so many people. I am excited to dive into it. Anything I can do to answer the question, what's for dinner and make it less stressful for me, I'm in. So thank you so much for that generous gift. Thank you for being here today. We are so excited. Thank you, Megan. Just a small note that doors close on the 25th today week. We only open three times a year because we like to spend our time loving up on our members and making sure that they have everything they need to feel supported. All right, guys. So do not delay on this. Go ahead, jump in and grab that. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. You too. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. If you want one tap access to all of my training and current top podcasts, go to the App Store or Google Play and download 
The Pink Bee app. It's one word, The Pink Bee. It is jam-packed with simple yet powerful tips and strategies to get you out of overwhelm and into harmony. And if you have a question you want me to cover on a future episode, go to iTunes and ask your question in the podcast review section. And while you're there, don't forget to leave a five-star review.